Dente Rigamortis. I'm Review Cultist. I'm Dr. Leviathan. And I'm Mikey. The E stands for evil. And we're here to discuss those internet stories most creepy and most pasta. Tonight we have... SCP-001 is an O5's tale. So for those of you not in the know, creepypastas are short internet stories that get copied and pasted across the internet, whether it be on Wikipedia pages, forum threads, Reddit No Sleep... Or the SCP, which are essentially the men in black for creepypastas. Or, like, the warehouse that the Ark of the Covenant's kept in, except for creepypasta items. Um, and uh, occasionally, like, most of the time it's just entries, like, a, almost like a, a bestiary or uh, a monster manual of entries. Um, however, there are stories um, here and there tied to different entries. And the one we're doing is SCP-001. Um, and this story is by the Duckman uh, on the SCP Foundation site. Uh, it can also be read by, or it can also be listened to um, by the reader on YouTube, uh, the Haunted Reader. So, firstly, uh, just to be clear, uh, from the sounds of it, this isn't canon to SCP because, quite frankly, can canonicity in the SCP Foundation doesn't really exist because it's a communal. Um, it has a communal nature, like just a community of amateur writers or just writers on the internet that want to write weird stories and about weird items and weird things and sometimes horror stuff. Um, also, as a reference note, uh, SCP-001, the entry, uh, being the first entry, is so bad, in quotes, or secret, um, that the, uh, the actual entry itself is just a big old classified um, thing, except if you, and if you continue further down the, the entry, which is like just plate blank page, except for the very bottom, there's a mimetic kill agent image, um, to stop, uh, people from looking any further. Uh, it's basically just a fractal image that, and it's, it's going off the whole, like, mimetic virus thing, like, if you see it, your brain gets all fuckled. Fuckled. That's a word, brain fuckled. <laughs> brain Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's a word. It's a word I've heard online multiple times, uh, and uh, other yeah. It's kind of funny. Um, so after the uh, but after that fractal image, um, it goes into some like protocols. It's like oh, it's like it's like it, uh, life signs active. You are allowed to proceed, <laughs> um, and you get to see this like listing of like proposals for what the entry or stories for what SCP-001 is. Um, none of them are really canon. They're just kind of like a bunch of ideas that people have thrown in of what exactly it is that's classified. Um, and this story is among them, um, under the factory. And we'll get into why that is uh, in, this, in the uh, rundown. So, as it begins, it appears to be uh, a one-sided conversation of an individual uh, linked to SCP-001, or deemed a part of it, um, talking to a researcher who has dug too deep into SCP-001 and is now being told the origin of it and the SCP Foundation itself. Uh, in 1835, somewhere in America, an industrialist and possibly satanic worshipper built a huge factory, like a mile across and three stories high, uh, with a tower much taller um, in which he lived uh, near its gates. <clears throat> 
Uh, it was a place where the employees worked and lived, completely self-sufficient, and uh, the man's, the industrialist's name was Anderson. Um, James Anderson. James Anderson, yes. Mr. Anderson. <laughs> um, however, while the goods, almost all of them, uh, or like all manner of them, um, are produced and shipped out were high quality, the employees were in a veritable hellscape within the confines of the, of the factory. Like, they... It was horrible, like, living conditions and really sadistic uh, security guards and stuff like that. Um, possible experimentation and blah, blah, blah. Uh, at some point around sounds 18... Sounds like my kind of place. Yeah. It sounds like Walmart. <laughs> oh. Um, at some point around 1875, a single person escaped and was able to tell the president of the horrors. Um, so the president sent out a team of... 150 men and women, led by our narrator, um, who went in and basically just cleaned house. Uh, they lost a few dozen people, uh, and indeed found strange wonders and horrors within the factory. Um, they got Anderson, um, and after hanging him from his entrails for 24 hours, uh, they drew and quartered him, and then finally burned him. All the while, he laughed and said blasphemous things. Um, weeks passed, more people lost, and a pile of bizarre and amazing things were recovered from the factory. Um, basically the SCP, basically SCP items. Um, or this factory was essentially creating, pumping out SCP items. Um, they had a meeting of the head officers on what to do with the, uh, factory and its items. Um... And some saw it. Uh, the, saw, some saw them as being from God. Others saw dollar bills. Another wanted to destroy it all. Uh, one wanted to report back to the president. And some, including our narrator, wanted to contain it and use it against other things out there, like other strange things. Uh, basically, the officer went. Or the officers went their separate ways after that um, because they couldn't find any common ground. Um, the narrator and his group founded the foundation. Um, their fa they used the factory as a as a base of operations, a prison, a test and testing site. Because a bunch of them started doing test work on the actual items, um, utilizing D class even back then, which it was the D stands for uh, disposable. Um, in 1911 uh, is where it all kind of things kind of changed. Like they were doing pretty good up until that point. Like they had like some income from uh, from blackmailing and secrets that they knew, um, and other funds, uh, and they were kind of just becoming. They were making a name for themselves. But in 1911, uh, the foundation discovered a race of these of strange things named that they named the fairies based on their similarities to folklore. Um, they hunted them, but uh, the fairies uh, attacked the fa uh, the factory on Moss, slaughtering everyone but the narrator, who ran deeper into the factory. Uh, it was here, being chased by the creatures, he found a room with the remains of Anderson still alive, uh, and the room lit red, giving off a calming feeling and strange heartbeat. Um, gave him a deal essentially. So he took this deal in exchange and uh, to change the course of events uh, that had happened that were ju had just happened um, and in exchange for offerings of people um, also stating that every tr time uh, one of the products was used uh, that was made by the factory uh, would give energy to the factory um, cryptic message basically 
the deal was struck, uh, time reversed to just before the attack, and the Foundation found itself with weapons now that could defeat the entire fairy race. So they pretty much wiped out the entire race of fairies. Um, after that, they moved the Foundation away from the factory and closed it down, occasionally giving it uh, the bodies uh, of the D-Class subjects from other like test sites, like basically, again, like when a D class dies in a uh, report uh, from another ent- um, entry, they take the body and just dump it in the factory, and it just disappears. Um, as well as sending in uh, the narrator would send a li- uh, would occasionally send teams in to, to inspect the factory, and they'd find it completely empty, except there was always items kind of popping out somewhere else. So narrator is unsure where the energy um, that the, the Anderson remains uh, spoke of is going to, and quite frankly, he doesn't want to know. Um, the reason he's telling the researcher all this, uh, who we kind of find out is Everett, who I believe is somebody from other stories, or from uh, like is a, is a known like researcher in SCP. Um, uh, he's telling him, uh, Everett, this uh, because just in case the narrator dies... Um, because apparent, also apparently the narrator is physically young, but his mind is old and worn from the from the ha- like century and a half of existing. Um, somebody needs to still be around to continue offering food to the factory, and maybe who knows? The, this researcher might be able to stand up to the factory, but the narrator kind of doubts it, uh, and that's where the story kind of ends. Um, so. My thoughts on this one, um, this is a bit more horror-inclined than the last one we did, which was Lord Blackwood, uh, the slug one. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> but it still maintains this weird fiction feel and, like, pulp adventure kind of vibe uh, of the world of SCP, like, uh, or at least the history of the Foundation, like, how, like, in, like, the, his- the, the global history of the world that the SCP kind of occupies. Um... And again, it like reading this one, it really kind of I found myself reading this and just thinking it's like this would be amazing game fodder. <laughs> I could or at least I could like pull ideas from this like for something. But um yeah, I enjoyed the style of writing. I was a little concerned about the about the style of it and like what it was trying to do, like the purpose of it, like being like an origin story essentially for the SCP Foundation. Um but it kind of grew on me as I kept reading. Like I just kind of got immersed in the idea in the this weird kind of horror but wacky event like like world that the have the the writer has built for the scp foundation's history um yeah it's a neat little story that tries to give an origin to the foundation and explain um an otherwise creative blank space of an entry um and it lends itself to the for the reader at least for me uh for my imagination to just kind of like go wild while not while not being super vague about certain things. Like it, it, it's pretty enough. Like it's 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 got an ambiguity to it, but it's almost like the for me it was almost the right amount of ambiguity. Like there's it's it doesn't go neither here or there. Like it doesn't do any certainties, but it still gives us information um, while you're reading the story. It's it's essentially just like uh, 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 there's a word for it. Um, this uh, this is where. Uh, review cultist just goes on a has an aneurysm as he tries to remember some uh, remembers a word. Um, the unreli- it's kind of like the unreliable narrator. Like he's telling us the story, but we're not sh- never really sure if it's any of this is actually true in terms of the story's like fiction because it's all kind of from his perspective. Um, or he and he could just be like his memory is is kind of going on him and he doesn't know like certainties, but he's still giving us information to 
have our imagination go. Um, I would recommend it for look if you're looking up um, pulp action adventure like horror ideas, because it is kind of like a nice little like pulp story of like or the history of this weird world that the SCP seems to occupy. So. But other than that, that's kind of my stuff about my view on it. Um, I'm sure the other guys have more. <laughs> so, Mikey, these dens for evil. Uh, well, I don't have much on this because essentially it's just one giant monologue. Yeah. So, to sort of criticize a character that's talking about something, he talks that way. And you can sort of see how the character even develops just reading it, and you can sort of see how he is. Yep. Um, <clears throat> and uh, the interesting thing about the story is that I sort of liken it to Sanctuary, yep. the TV show, where it, it's, uh, they although it's e- the evil side, because they find a factory that has creatures and artifacts of power and things like that. Yeah. Um, and then they're like, why weren't we doing this before, but for good? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, it's, it's kind of like, yeah, Sanctuary comes up. Um, when I was reading it, I kind of, again, I got the Ark of the Covenant warehouse, like Area 51. Yeah. Um, warehouse 13. Mm-hmm. Um, the, even the Friday the 13th TV show, where it was about collecting, like, odd items and storing them somewhere. Um, like, it's a common... Um, genre trope, I guess, like, the ha- like, or, like, yeah. the common, like, motif in mm-hmm. that kind of genre, but, yeah, like, yeah, the, the secret, like, doing, like, containing things, like, in this weird, bizarre, like, base of operations, but for good. Yeah, yeah, and it's essentially, for the most part, world building. Yeah. Is the majority of what this is. Like, sure, there's creepy elements to it, like, the, the guy that's doesn't want to die, even with hanging from his entrails. He just will not die. <laughs> quartered and hacked. Like, qu- like, drawn and quartered, and burned alive. Like, he's he's getting up there on, like, the rank of Rasputin. <laughs> what, he, what happened to him? And the... It sort of stays true to the SCP, in that when you go back to Lord Blackwood, it's like, yeah, they take care of odd creatures. Yep. So this is sort of the origin world building for that, yeah, which makes sense. Yeah, and it it definitely feels like honestly, like again, reading that like this is the second one we've done on the show, like the second like full story that we've done on the show for the SCP, and it feels like based on the just the two of them, it feels they both feel like they're in the same universe. Like Blackwood fits perfectly, like and his even like his dragon hunting like against the Kaiser feels <laughs> like it should be in the same universe as this like kind of like civil war era like industrial like mad industrialist uh dude um also another thing sorry uh, just to kind of uh, mention as well um i did looking up the the comments um on this one because it's actually discuss they have discussion things at the bottom um it, i did notice that like yeah there's a couple of uh names that are dropped like uh during the uh like the employees or the officers yeah, yeah. that are apparently in the there is no canon to SCP, but it's like in the the, the fiction that is written. Yeah. Like there is there were a lot of nods apparently in this one um, to other characters from other stories that are uh, have been written about the SCP. So yeah, it was a nice uh, on top of being an origin. It kind of uh, it adds it, impa- it incorporates the the origin of with other stories. Well, that's that's nice to do, even if the stories aren't connected by author. Yeah, exactly. So, it maintains some continuity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and again, like the um, 
I don't think any continuity, like the continuity, doesn't really get ruined with the because um, with this one because he's telling us the story, but like how much of it is true, how much of it it's like he does yeah. like it's like I don't know if like this may not be really uh, like exactly accurate, but this is how I saw it or something like that or yeah. this yeah. is how my I could remember it. Yeah, and don't tell anyone else what you've read. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, but it's on mine. Yeah, it's uh, well, yeah, because yeah, because yeah, it, it's it's not it's not we're not we're not reading a journal. We're reading um, a story about an encounter. Yeah, with the creature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that pretty much sums up what I had. Wow. <laughs> All right, uh, Doctor Leviathan. Um. Well. Like Mr. E, the E stands for evil, said, like, you, you can't really attack the writing. Um, <coughs> pardon me. Um, but I do kind of have a problem with at least one of the events that takes place in this big old monologue. Yeah, okay. Um, the, the brave soul who manages to escape manages to talk to the president? Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong, I wasn't alive back then, I, I, I'm not even an American, so I just feel like you wouldn't get to talk to the president. Realistically, no. <laughs> you know, like, you would get to talk to a lot of people who, in a chain, would eventually talk to the president. Yeah. But that's me, That that that's, that's my assumption on that. Um... Because it does, ju- it just kind of, again, it's the simple little plot holes that can be thrown into, you know, a creepypasta or one of these um, SCP reports that kind of starts to have the whole thing fall apart around it. Um, and just, I don't know, I, I just, so I also don't know about entrails supporting <laughs> the weight of a human body. Yeah. Um, I mean, it could be just like chalked up to, dude's kind of weird, but yeah, yeah no, being but, yeah being hanged by your entrails. Also, they had to cut him down. It didn't just terror. Like he has immortal entrails with their support. <laughs> He's got entrails of steel. <laughs> and yeah, it's just I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was a weird way to kill him with his own arm. <laughs> yeah, I thought that like, was a little extreme. Like, I mean, I, I understand. Like, like, they just fought through a. I can see a them hanging him. Yeah, but and no. I can see them hanging him from his tower. But, but not, why the entrails? Well, because on t- like, first off, you're disemboweling him first. Yeah, and that's never brought up. Yeah, they just. You know, we hung him with his own entrails. How'd you get his fucking entrails? Oh, he keeps them in a box on his desk. <laughs> yeah, no, the, uh, like... Yeah, to... to, to like, to, and I mean, don't get me wrong, that would have fit. Yeah. That would have We had a fit. box of entrails, so we just used those. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, and also, like, it kind of, like, break, like makes, like, kind of breaks character a little bit for the people that I mean I know they just fought through again a gauntlet of hell like they went up against like ex- weird experiments and stuff to get to Anderson but really like as soon as they find him they don't just like oh we just killed him and then we, la- we like and then or we hanged him or we brought him in no we cut we emboweled we disemboweled him took his intestines wrapped him around his head threw him out the window and just left him there for 24 hours to die <laughs> like that's some next level shit to do, but again, I don't, like even even with you know the gauntlet of hell that you just went through. 
Like, it seems a little, like, next-level revenge bullshit. <laughs> it's like, we've seen some shit. Better than acting on other people. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, yeah. like, I, I get that the SCP Foundation isn't necessarily the good guys. They're kind of, you know... And this kind of... Is they, the they have their yeah. dark side as well, but... Yeah, you you don't just jump to hanging people with their own entrails. Because, I mean, like... Yeah, just fucking use a sturdy rope. Yeah. Um, there ha- there must have been some rope in there. It's 1875. Or chain, or whatever. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Like, it's a factory. <laughs> yeah, there, there's something. Um, oh, oh, sorry, just also... Um, uh, with your thing about like yeah the, the the survivor getting to the president yeah I read that and I was like okay so we're just going full blown pulp uh, pulp action because that's something that I'd read in a pulp movie or in, I'd see in a pulp movie like something I'd see in Wild Wild West <laughs> or like read in like some kind of oh like Mr Pre- like Mr President the survivor of this thing and then it's like we need to get a team assembled like it's that kind of like fiction thing it's not something that you'd really see in reality again. But but like you said, also like we're not it we we're not from that time period. We don't know how accessible the president was in that period. I mean, what happened, Lincoln? <laughs> um, and also, we're not American, so maybe I don't know. And it could probably easily be fixed by he got word to the president as to that would have yeah, seen, yeah that would have fixed the it. Yep. president caught wind of and yeah yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, um, other than that, there there really isn't. Much. I mean, there's. I'm also a little fuzzy on how the factory. Because, okay, the, the guy gives it D class. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. But, um. Yeah, it's just. Oh, wait, where is it? Yeah, okay. So he also sometimes has to give it researchers and agents. Mm-hmm. Not just the D But it reaches out and takes them? Like, I just figured, like, they walk in and then suddenly they, just, they vanish. Or they're just grabbed. Or, like, not grabbed, like, physically, but they just, like, they wander down a corridor. And then, like, somebody goes by that corridor and they're just, they're not there. Well, he, like it's he does send kind of a teams weird place. to check it out every once in a while. Yeah. So. They're uh, not getting taken either. <laughs> like, they're reporting back. <laughs> the ending kind of feels a little sloppy. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Is really the gripe I'm trying to get to with that is that, like, you're trying to wrap it up in a nice, neat little package, but you're you're raising questions without... You're raising questions at a time where you should be answering questions, or just not... Just don't, don't bring up questions. Yeah. Because you're ending. If you're bringing up more questions, then you need more answers. Now, maybe that isn't necessarily true in this case, because it's a you know, it's an SCP thing. However, I, I, as a reader, that's what I want. I want, like, I'm not saying it has to be wrapped up in a nice, neat little package and there can't be anything else that happens, like, but just don't start talking about it still feeding. We know it is. We've Mm -hmm. been told that already, but, you know, just don't bring it up at this point. Don't bring up any of that. Yeah. Um, Make it a little bit tighter, not... Don't add, have, like, don't add, yeah. like, all these stray questions, like, that the character just mentions. And that's, yeah, like, well, the, <laughs> the ending either has an extra paragraph or should have more, mm-hmm. um, depending on, really, which way you decided to take it. 
not the amount it has. Because <laughs> um, with with what's here, it's just I don't know. Like it doesn't feel rushed to me. But no, no, it's not it's, rushed. It's sloppy. Yeah, it's, it's just there's too many. There's a couple more questions. Yeah, asked it, than, it's 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 all hanging down. You know, this is this is the rest of it. It's nice uniform, tight little thing, and then the ending has all these dangly bits, and it's just, it, it's, it's kind of a letdown to me, because it, it was going well. Like I said, there wasn't really anything to piss and moan about, but mm-hmm. then the ending happened, and I was just like, oh, you kind of, you kind of just started to fray there, and you didn't bother to fix it. Yeah. Um, and where any rush might come from is that didn't take the time to weave all of those little dangly bits together, together into a nice uniform thing, and instead just left them all hanging, ugly <laughs> and shit. Now, that's also one man's opinion, and mine is not always the most popular. But all in all, I mean, it's pretty. It's, it's probably the favorite, my favorite SCP Foundation entry we've had on the show because there's an actual story here. Yeah. Not hints of a story like with Lord Blackwall or whatever his name was, where like (laughs) we went fucking dragon that's the one I want to read. Yeah, like I want to, like I want to, like I do, again. I gotta go. Look, I don't want to read about a snail duel. I want to read about dra- hunting dragons on Dragonback. Yeah, I mean, to this be fair, one, like, this one is the st- like it hints at other things. Yeah, but it's talking about the most interesting thing in the story. Yeah, it's focusing on so, it has a focus. Like, because I mean that that's. That's how you allude to other things. You allude to other things that aren't as interesting as what you're talking about. You know, when you when you have something incredibly dull and boring and you start talking about fucking dragon riders. <laughs> yeah, against, against the apparently the Germans in World War 1 had dragon uh, a dragon platoon. Uh yeah, who do you think pulled the blimps? <laughs> that's that's the real um, uh, history of uh, oh, what the fuck's the uh, famous one that went down Hindenburg the Hindenburg yes <laughs> well uh, you know this one like I said it, it hints at other things and it alludes to and I, I I also got the feeling that all of those officers or at least the ones that were named were yeah. important in the rest of the SCP um, entries mm-hmm but at the same time, I didn't feel... It, it wasn't a shitty... It, it was a good nod yeah. to other things that had been written before. It wasn't like... Uh, um, now, I haven't read them, so maybe it was a big <laughs> kick in the teeth. But as someone who's read this, it didn't. I wasn't like, Oh, well, fuck. I want to know about the rest of that. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. They're in, they're out. Boom. Yeah. Yeah, the um the the comments for like regarding those were generally positive and not in like the bad way like oh yeah oh my god no it was actually like oh that's really nice not to like that's actually like ties into that, that that could easily tie into this story about this character and but like yeah and then but as, as like for us we're new people reading in like these SCP stories um like I didn't really know that they were like I I assume yeah. maybe they might have been but they otherwise could have just been codes. their name drops that just end up being just that name yeah. drops. I'm not feeling like, well, 
where's the rest of this story? Like, yeah. Or I'm in, I'm out of the loop because I don't know who these people are. No, I'm in the loop because I know everything I need to know about them. Yeah. They he, were there. That is all. Yeah, he, he just mentions them because that would fit his character. Like, he's remembering friends and, and like, comrades that he had. And, like, that he's just, like, it'd be as if your grandfather is telling you about some war heroes. Like, old Jimmy or old, yeah, like, that kind of stuff. Um, Steve Rogers. <laughs> Goddamn Rogers. <laughs> yeah, like, that kind of stuff. Swear um, to God, but, that shield did not obey the laws of physics. Uh, um... Yeah, it's that kind of thing. So, yeah, it, I, I didn't like it. They were they were nods without being like the bad way you put in nods. Like they weren't yeah. they were Easter eggs for whoever who's read more stuff than we have. Yeah, <laughs> it, it added to the story for people who did know the names, but it didn't leave it, us floundering, being like, "What the fuck? <laughs> who's this? Who's this Dawkins guy? Why is he such a jerk?" <laughs> <laughs> Like who's who's what what who who's a Tesla? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, actually, that one that one actually, I was like, wait, is that, are you guys are you, are you referencing the real Tesla or? <laughs> I I, yes. I think yeah. yes, they were. Yeah. Because even if they weren't, <laughs> they yes, were. Yes, they were. <laughs> um, but yeah, in in general, this is not offensive. So, uh, a uh, contender for the uh, best group pasta of the week of the year? No, no, <laughs> no. because <laughs> it's an SCP. <laughs> it's it's a good story for an SCP, but it and like the the way it ends is really what would keep it out of the running for that. That and the fact that we actually already have a good contender for pasta yeah. of the year. Um, and that just it it beats this. Mm. Um, there aren't any problems with this, but a lack of problems does not mean greatness. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, a lack a lack of shit <laughs> doesn't make something great. Yeah, like it's it's a good story. It's not a amazing story, but it is also incredibly forgettable. Because I read this two days ago. And you were doing the rundown, I was like, oh, wait, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Had to go through it, yeah. And, like, yeah, this is completely forgettable. Not in, not, not in a bad way, per se, but when something is forgettable, it is not, you know, the best of the year. Fair enough, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, but, okay, just, uh, like, for I, memory-wise, this world was the best one, right? Is that what we're kind of saying? I can't remember. (laughs) 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 It was, what, several weeks ago? That's fair. (laughs) (laughs) My memory is not the best. I just wanted to bring that up because I personally couldn't, was, like, had, I had to keep racking my brain about that, but yeah. I do recall it was a good story, whereas this one isn't a bad story. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's... It's a difference, and in this case, it's a big difference. Yeah, for you. Yeah, and probably some, and probably other people. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, so recommendations then. Um, I kind of told mine at, after right after my thoughts because it was not part of my thoughts. Honestly, I will recommend this one uh, if nothing else. If you enjoy pulpy horror, um, this one's a nice little story that like you can like it had my imagination go wild. So. Yeah, if you're like-minded like me, uh, check it out. Uh, I'm going to recommend it as well. Um, 
just because it was an interesting story at the very least, and there was not a lot of shit as Doctor Leviathan pointed out. Yeah, there's a there there is a, a substantial lack of shit in this story, and. There's a gold nugget among this pile of shit. No, 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 no. no. It's a lack of shit. <laughs> it's a, it's, it's a pocket. It's a, it's an air pocket. <laughs> it's, it's not gold. Maybe it's, it could be like iron, because you know, hey, it's still useful. <laughs> May not be as valuable, but there is a cer- there is certainly a use for it. It gets the bronze. <laughs> uh. And it also sort of lends itself to reading more SCP based on what we've read. Yeah. It's like, well, there's a lot more to this world, obviously, because there's, what, 3,000 plus <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, entry-wise, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to look in more on, um, like, the Lord... Because, again, apparently there's more Lord Block... Uh, blah, Lord Blockwell. Uh, more Blackwood um, stories, so I'm going to actually look into more of those and see, also, apparently this uh, the Duck Man has also written other stories, so... Hopefully, his uh, his repertoire has improved or gotten or stayed roughly the same. <laughs> um, fingers crossed. <laughs> um, yeah, I recommend it. Um, particularly if you've been you've heard of the SCP things and you've been like, oh, you know, I should read them. I think this would be a good first one. Yeah, or a good early one. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially since then later you'd be like, oh, hey, that's that guy that was talked about. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there is a lot but, of world building. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, if you read SCP Foundations, you should probably read this because it's, it's good. Yeah. Um, it, it's, it's just a lot of information. Um, however, I did uh, re- recall one of my other problems. Okay. Um, the, the, okay, every... This, I'm just gonna read this. Every researcher who's been around for a while looks into it. Most are satisfied when they uncover the angel with the flaming sword. It's buried under enough levels. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is one of those times where you've brought up something way more interesting than anything else brought up in, at this point. Yeah. And I kind of want to... Now, maybe there's, you know, some other SCP-001... Oh, there's a bunch. There's, no, 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 but yeah. maybe there's another one that has an angel with a flaming sword. That's true, yeah. And that would be a nice nod. And it would be kind of... Yeah, I think it would be fun. Um, you know, because like, oh, yeah, that's what one is to those people. Yeah. But to people who get past it, it's the factory. That's kind of a fun little thing. Yeah. Um, I'm going to have a little look into it, because, again, it's a list. Like, it's not like a couple. It's at least 10 plus like entries and not all of them are stories some of them are entry like actually like declass i think i think anyway declassified and versions of the the main entry but some of them like there are a bunch of them that are called that are just stories so i'll look into them and see if there is indeed a blazing angel one <laughs> or an angel with a blazing sword but yeah it was in general it was it was good did it achieve greatness? Not to me, but sometimes on this show, being good is achieving greatness. <laughs> so, yeah. 
the bar is kind of low. And uh, like I said, like the story, like for me, like the story isn't great, but it's a, it's a, it's a, it's not great as as the story as a whole, but it's great for me or for people who like really get immersed, like get have our imagination go wild because I was reading this and really getting kind of actually inspired to do stuff like that. Like I wanted to like take things from this and make them my own somewhere else, but with the same kind of idea. Like I like the ideas that this book, this story is presenting for me. That's what the greatness of the story is. Like it's a good story narratively and some of that, but for me, it's a great inspiration pool. Yeah. So anything else then? No, no, that's it. Okay. Do, do I need more? No. Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I must have more. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, so that was this week's episode. Uh, if you like what you heard, if you didn't, leave us a comment in the comment section below wherever this gets posted, whether it be on Kiwi 6, Facebook, YouTube, Tumblr. Um, leave us a review or rating on iTunes. Every little bit helps. Um... You can uh, also leave, or you can also uh, send us messages on Twitter at E stands for Evil at Doctor Leviathan or at Review Cultist. Um, also, you can send us emails at Aldente Rigamortis at gmail dot com. That's A L D E N T E R I G A M O R T I S at gmail dot com. Where you can also send us dis- uh, suggestions for other creepypastas you'd like us to discuss on the show or SCP stories. Um, and if you'd like, uh, you can uh, check out the title cards for each episode on YouTube uh, with the videos or the Tumblr site, uh, crazonstudios.tumblr.com. And if you're feeling particularly generous, you can uh, become a patron. Go to Patreon and look up Aldente Rigamortis and sign up for the tier of patronage you'd like, us, uh, you'd like to support us at. So, until next time, I have been your host, Review Cultist. I'm still Dr. Leviathan. And I'm Mikey, the East Ends for Evil. And this has been Aldente Rigamortis. Sleep well. can't be staged. You know that. That's fair. There, Fuck it. We'll there's do it your bumper. <laughs> Fuck it. We'll do it live. That's the El Dente way. Yeah, like... <laughs> this is a live recording. <laughs> In front of a live studio audience. <laughs> that's a lie. Well, that's only half a lie, because sometimes we do have somebody that's just sitting in the background <laughs> listening. Yeah, but they're not often alive. Ooh. Ooh. There's, that's going to be all our back episode, or our back uh, thing. Uh, whatever you call it. What the fuck am I... Okay, hang on a second, sorry. Ah, This level of professionalism people have come to expect from El Dente. Hey, I have one word for you. Editing. <laughs>